It's that time of year where everybody's making a list and checking it twice. So we're going to throw out some of our favorite gift ideas for the angler on your list on this episode of Fishful Thinker, the podcast. I'm Chad Lachance, and you're listening to Fishful Thinker, the podcast. All things fishful, all the time. Hey guys, Lachance here. Appreciate you tuning in very much so. Happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving. Technically, that was yesterday if you're getting this podcast on the initial airing. But um, yes, it's the holiday season, and I'm happy about it, guys. I'm a, I'm a holiday guy. I uh, love the holiday season, always have, and I uh, love this time of year in general for all the cooking involved and all the hunting seasons that have been going on and the fishing seasons behind us. It's one of my absolute favorite times of year, uh, being around folks and all that. And, and, you know, this podcast has been brought to you from day one, as has Fishful Thinker Television and the YouTube channel and everything else by Sportsman's Warehouse. And I spent uh, five years working in the fishing department of Sportsman's Warehouse at the very beginning of my career back in the early 2000s, and uh, I got standard questions all the time, starting about Black Friday or so, people would come in, oh, what do I get for the angler on my list? And about half of those people don't listen to, uh, or aren't fishermen per se, they just know that the the person that's going to get the gift recipient is a fisherman, and so they'd run in and have no idea, and that's really tough. So my first little bit of advice I'm going to tell you is if there is something specific you want, be as specific as you can when letting somebody else know. So in other words, if you're an adult, and this is not going to be a giant surprise, or you are making a list, maybe you're a young angler, you're making a list, or whatever, if you're passing on ideas that you would like, be as specific as you can as to what you want. A quote-unquote, a new reel is not going to help your Aunt Gertrude if she doesn't know uh, how you fish, what you fish for, uh, do you need a spinning reel, a casting reel, a fly reel, blah, blah, blah. So make it known more specifically if you are making a list. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Flip side of it is, if you're the person that's giving the gift, then do yourself a favor and ask some questions if you can. Because if not, again, fishing is very personal stuff. Fishing tackle is very personal. So if you want to have the best chance of your gift being very successful... Um, then knowing specifically what people do, what kind of fishing they do. I used to ask people, they'd come in, oh, I need to get a, you know, a gift for a little Johnny on my list. Well, Johnny likes to fish. Oh, good. What kind of fishing does Johnny like? Well, he does some rivers, and he sometimes goes lake fishing. Yeah, yeah, sometimes trout, sometimes bass. Well, that doesn't help a store associate help you pick something. And so... If, if you are the Aunt Gertrude, so to speak, on this list, then uh, then perhaps ask some questions, and that will help you out. So having said that, all of that, uh, I'm going to give you a bunch of things that I think are easy to buy, easy to gift and mail, and that uh, any outdoorsman, not just a fisherman on your list, and, and some of it's fishing specific, but I'm going to give you some things that I think from a life in the outdoors and all of my circle of friends and family, all being outdoorsmen, uh, some things that I think are really good. And the first one for me is, is especially good for somebody that's out of state or somebody that you absolutely have to mail stuff to. And that is something, and it's something that nobody likes to buy, but we all have to have. And that is fishing licenses or park passes or you know entrance permits, whatever it might be, anything along the lines that gets the person on your list into the outdoors doing what they need. In other words, if they have to buy a fishing license every year, well, maybe you buy it for them and they don't have to go out and spend that you know, 30 or 50 bucks or whatever it is where you're listening to this from. So 
a, a license or a pass, uh, like I said, a parks pass, a habitat stamp, uh, something like that's really good. Along those same lines, uh, some sort of a subscription is a good call as well. A subscription to uh, either one of the gift box things or a, uh, a e-zine or an actual magazine that is specific to what they, you know, for instance, if you're a bass fisherman, well, get them Bassmaster magazine or something like that. In other words, it's something you can mail easily and it keeps on giving over the course of the year, which is one of the things I like about subscriptions. Uh, can be a really good call. Along those same lines is a is a sweepstakes that I personally won, and therefore it's always in the front of my brain because it was one of the best things that uh, best phone calls you ever get when you find out you won a sweepstakes, and that's the pro membership sweepstakes. You can look it up online. I have no affiliation with those guys. I know the guys that run it, but I got no skin in their game. But they do a drawing every ten days through the whole year, and all of the prizes are ridiculous. And no, it's not an inexpensive gift. I'm not going to lie to you. But you, they get a new chance at a new gift every 10 days for the entire year, and they could win something like I did, which was a week-long uh, brown bear hunt in Alaska. So you just never know. They could win fishing trips. They could win hunting trips. So something like that's a good call. That's pro membership sweepstakes. And again, I have no skin in that game, but I am friends with the people that run, and I know them. And I, I've personally accompanied winners on a bunch of other trips, and, uh, and it's super fun. It's a great thing to look forward to every month on the, on the 10th, 20th, and 30th of the month. So that's a good thing. Um, another thing that's easy to mail or that I think is, and this sounds a little self-serving, and I'm going to throw it out there anyway because there's a lot of us in the world, but is a guided fishing trip. We sell lots of guided fishing trip uh, gift certificates for my company at this time of year, and they're good for the following season. Um, wherever you live, potential getting a guided fishing trip for the angler on your list because it's, again, not something that anyone wants to pay for per se, um, or maybe they won't think it through. Maybe you even just get them the deposit and let them pay the difference. Uh, however that works out in your budget and your, your get, you know, gift recipient. But at the end of the day, a, a, the gift of experience is along the same lines as with the licenses and the passes and the sweepstakes. You're given a gift of experience as opposed to a tangible gift, which in my world uh, is more important. That's just my opinion. But a guided fishing trip can be great. If you're picking a guided trip for somebody and you're not sure, make sure you find out from somebody near them what kind of fishing they like. Because you want to buy somebody a trout fishing trip in the river when they like to bass fish, right? So uh, that's one little detail to keep up, at which point you want to buy them a bass fishing guide trip. But whatever it is, a guided trip would be a really good call. Along those same lines as lessons. Maybe you've got a fly fisherman on your list or a new fly fisherman on your lessons on your list or, or someone that has talked about getting into it. And I say fly fishing because it's more commonly associated. There aren't very many places you can get traditional casting lessons, but casting lessons for fly tackle uh, can be really good because you can speed the curve up a whole bunch. And as a lifelong fly caster, I can tell you that if you learn to do it the right way, it's like a golf swing. If you learn to do it the right way in the beginning, it's easy. If you try to fight bad habits, it's hard. Get somebody a, a lesson of some sort can be a, an excellent, um, an excellent thing. So those are all gifts of experiences. And I, again, I think there's a lot of value to all of those things. Uh, Another thing, obviously, which is a little more traditional, would be some sort of fishing tackle. And I could go through a whole slew of fishing tackle, right? There's 30,000 SKUs in the Sportsman's Warehouse Fishing Department alone. I could go through fishing tackle. But one of the things I would throw out there would be, let's say I want to get a reel, but it's not really that personal. You know, okay, I'm going to get him a fishing reel, blah, 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 whatever. 
take whatever you get them. Uh, it could be a reel or a net is a good call for this one as well, a good quality net. Um, have it personalized. So that was always popular when I was working behind the reel bar. When I, as soon as I'd throw that out to somebody, they would, oh man, a big light bulb would go on. So now instead of just buying them this, you know, nice Abu Garcia or Fluger or whatever brand you're buying, now take it, get it in time to take it to an engraver. They're all over the place and it's not expensive and have their initials put on it or their name put on it or in my case, my lucky numbers on a couple of mine, uh, whatever it might be, but have it personalized. Same thing with a net. Uh, you can do that pretty easily. Um, almost anything, really. I've seen it done on bolt on the bolt of a bolt action rifle. Um, I mean, there's just lots of different things that you can do, but it takes that gift to the next level. So, in that case, if you've got a total budget of say 50 bucks, okay, fine. Well, then buy a little bit less expensive reel and personalize it uh, and make the gift a little bit more personal. And typically, like I said, it's 10, 15 bucks. It is not expensive in most cases to have something personalized. So that's something that'll help you a whole bunch uh, in terms of making a gift more memorable uh, for everybody that gets it. And a reel will eventually wear out, but I guarantee you that if it's got their initials and their, their stuff on it, they're more likely to hang on to that thing for a long time and uh, or even have it repaired in the event that it does finally break. So having whatever you get personalized is an excellent call. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and, I, and I highly recommend that. In lieu of that, something that's uh, a little bit less durable. Uh, and let me throw back, back, let me back up one step before I get away from that the real concept or the net concept. Uh, I'm not an advocate of giving fishing rods. Um, they're hard to pack. They're or, or wrapped. They're hard to to move around. They're, they're difficult all the way around. If you want to go the route, and more importantly than that. They're very, very personal. Uh, no two guys like the same rods. I mean, you can get somebody a rod, whatever. Uh, just understand that it's hard to get a rod that somebody's really going to like. Even if you love that rod, doesn't mean the next guy will, and therefore it's hard. So I'm not a giant advocate of gifting fishing rods. Uh, if you're going to go that route, um, make sure it's a rod that is just kind of a middle use range or just go the route and get a gift card. And I'm just going to go out and say it. I love gift cards personally. Uh, I know people say they're not very personal and da, da 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 I understand there's a high rate of them that don't get used. But at the end of the day, if somebody gives me a Sportsman's Warehouse gift card, I'm a happy camper and I'm going to walk right in there and I'm going to buy something I need with it and be happy to be able to get it. So I am definitely an advocate of a gift card. If you're going to get a rod for somebody, Get them a gift card for the value of a, the approximate range you think that rod's going to cost and let them go pick a fishing rod on their own. That's my that's my spiel on fishing rods. That's the one thing I don't advocate, you know, trying to give away. Now, I want to also throw out, I don't feel that way about kids' rods for kids, but I'm going to do a whole other podcast on outfitting your kids and uh, your very young anglers. And that's going to be a detailed podcast based on my work with Colorado Youth Outdoors and Boys and Girls Club and a whole slew of junior Bassmasters and all that. So it's not, it's not just my take on kids. It's a, a lot of kids I've been involved with over the years as far as teaching them and getting them going in the sport of angling. I have a whole other podcast for that one, and that'll be here either next week or the week after. So if you're a subscriber, you'll get that one later. Uh, earmark it, people. Send it to your parents with kids. Uh, back to the consumables, now that I'm back to that. The 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 fishing rod or the, the, the rod we said we don't want, the reel was personalizing, something like that, a good call. Along those same lines, a net can be an excellent call. Uh, it's one of those things that no one really likes to buy, but a quality net will make for a much more enjoyable fishing outing, particularly if the person either has no net or has one of those super cheap braided nylon nets that tear up fish and 
and blah, blah, blah. They're just not a good, a good re- thing for most anglers to have. A good quality net is something that most people don't want to buy. And I think it's, a, it's an excellent choice. And, and in my world, there's a stack of nets in my garage, for, depending on all the different stuff I do. But that can be a good one. If um, you don't want to go with something quite that big and that bulky, because obviously nets can be really bulky, it's, you start stepping down from there to tackle boxes and things like that. Tackle boxes, I love particularly soft boxes. Um, they are, again, very personal choice. If it's a newbie angler, it's one thing. If it's an experienced angler, it's hard to meet their needs with that. So um, that's my deal with, with, uh, with that durable good. Now let's talk a little bit about consumables because consumables, by definition, are something that you're going to go through a lot of, right? So could be, if you're a fly fisherman, a classic one can be tippet. And one of the things, I, and you go through a ton of it, and it's not cheap, and you need a bunch of different spools of it. So what I used to tell people, they would come in there, and they say, well, I want to spend you know, 30 bucks, let's say, on a gift. And they're a fly fisherman, they're buying for it. So I would give them tip it from, say, 2X to 6X, all stacked together on one of those little lanyards, all brand new, and then they're covered all the way across the whole board. You don't have to know exactly what they need. You've got them all covered right there. And it's the kind of thing that no one really likes to buy, but you've got to have to be a fly fisherman. Uh, consumables also be fishing line. If you know the angler on your list is, is, uh, goes, you know, is a, uses braided line or whatever kind of line that is they use, just getting bulk spool of fishing line is a blessing because, again, nobody likes to buy it. Leave them to, to the stuff they like to buy as anglers is the lures and the flies and the you know the fun stuff that's the glamorous side of fishing tackle. No one really likes to buy tippet material or fly leaders or floatant. Uh, another thing I did for for fly fishing people commonly is put a little pack together that's got floatant and fly sink and maybe dry you know fly drying material all in one little kit for somebody. Right, that's an excellent. Thing again, no one wants to buy it, and it's affordable, great stocking stuffers as well. Um, if you know you've got a bait fisherman on your list, then you're home free. If you know you've got a guy that, that likes, you know, let's say trout fishing with power bait, well, just go murder the power bait. Different colors, different glitter, no glitter, shiny, not shiny, whatever colors, put together a gift pack based on your budget. And you can buy one jar or 10 jars, anywhere in between. Um, in, at that same time, you can get with a store associate if you need and figure out what hook or whatever might go with it and put together a little kit that's ready to go for if you know you've got somebody that's throwing bait for trout, something like that. That's easy peasy. Uh, and it lasts forever, shelf stable, easy to wrap, the whole nine yards. So that's a, a good gift that I think is a good one as far as consumables go. Um, Traditional consumables for higher end anglers. In other words, if you got a guy on your list and he's got a sixty thousand dollar boat in the garage, he's probably very particular on what he wants for line, lures, and everything else, and that's going to make it hard to buy. So, from that standpoint, I would step away from consumables, and in the interest of covering as many widely different bases as we can, I would go towards things that maybe make life more comfortable in the boat. Um, One thing I have in my boat that was gifted to me years ago, and they have moved from boat to boat to boat to boat with me for a very long time, are personalized dock lines. And in my case, they have my logo on them, my Fishful Thinker logo on them, and they were gifted to me, my dock lines and my bow line. And they all match, they're all high quality ropes, and they've got your own logos in them. If you get, you can go buy dock lines 
and buy them online, have them personalized. They do it. There's several different places that do it, and fantastic. You can have that for the, somebody in a boat or um, a high quality. Here's a really good one: is a is a PFD, an inflatable PFD, personal flotation device. Like, they're not cheap. They can be cheap, but I'm not going to advocate getting somebody a cheap life jacket. Just just saying, <laughs> uh, as a gift especially. But um, but if it's in the budget, a an inflatable PFD will do a couple things. It'll make your angler wear it more because it's more comfortable by a large margin. Um, also, it, uh, it just in general takes up less space in the boat and can be worn over anything you're wearing. They're not too hot. They don't inhibit your movement. People don't necessarily want to go buy one, but they, they're a much, much improved thing over a traditional life jacket that they might already have. So keep that in mind. Uh, let's look at some other types of stuff here along the same lines. Let's say I've got a hardcore angler and I have no idea what, what they need uh, per se. Then the thing I always go to is things that make things, life in the boat or in the water more comfortable. Everybody wants to be more comfortable. And in my experience, my best days of field are when I'm comfortable. And if I'm not comfortable, then it's miserable out. And it's hard to focus on the fact that you're out there having a good time. So things like high quality wool socks, really high quality wader pants to go underneath your waders so that your angler's not freezing when they're standing in the middle of the river, a really high quality pair of long johns of some sort, whether they be silk or you know, poly or wool, in my case, almost everything's wool, um, great. But something that will help them stay comfortable in the boat is, or, or in the water in general, is very, very good thing. And then just for the record, the gifts that have been best received for me for the women on my list over the years have been gifts of comfy items that will make them more comfortable in the field as well. Same thing with your kid. Uh, you know, you're in the boat with a $500 set of bibs and everything on, and meanwhile, Junior's got crappy junior clothes I get they're going to outgrow it but that's why they get that's what they got online for you can sell it now but uh you know sell it afterwards so some other kid can use it but at the end of the day keeping the angler on your list or with you or it's on your list comfortable with whatever it might be is, a, is an excellent thing that will um you know be well received let's just say in general uh along those same lines uh, balaclavas or stocking caps or good quality gloves, really good calls. Um, you know, you can also get things for boats or for anglers that are in the lines of super high quality tools, uh, a pair of pliers or a good quality pair of forceps with a lanyard. I've probably found 25 pairs of forceps walking rivers in Colorado in the last decade. Get a lanyard for your forceps or whatever other tool you've got. Same thing with the pliers. If you watch official thinker television, you notice I always have pliers in my right pocket and they are always strapped to my belt. It doesn't matter what kind of fishing I'm doing. They're strapped to my wader belt or my belt or my bibs or whatever the case might be. I always have them on. Uh, a pair of pliers, a good quality pair, not the $3 pair, a decent pair of pliers with replaceable cutting blades uh, can be had for a reasonable amount of money or as much money as you want to spend, just for the record. Um, you can spend a lot of money on a pair of pliers, but a good pair of pliers will last forever if you don't lose them, especially with the replaceable cutters. Uh, do that. Mine are the pair I have carried for more than a decade. The same pair of pliers is a pair of 7-inch Berkeley aluminum pliers. They're on about their fifth set of blades uh, as far as cutting braid and things with them, and they're fantastic. I do everything with them. If you've got a little bit of budget and 
you want to get somebody, again, something that they don't necessarily want to go buy, a good pair of high-quality sunglasses, polarized, fishing-specific sunglasses, is excellent call. You can get them from as cheap as about 150 bucks to as high as about 250 uh, depending on you know what your tolerance is, but um, and the difference, the fundamental difference between those being polycarbonate lenses and glass lenses. If it's in the budget, I'm an advocate of glass lenses for my entire fishing career and before. I've worn Costa glasses with the 580 glass lens. Uh, easy answer is get their green mirror. Um, fantastic all around lens for the Western United States or copper if you're in the Eastern United States where they get more cloud cover. Uh, Great. Parasol, polarized sunglasses, a high-quality pair is an excellent thing. Again, nobody wants to go out and drop that kind of money on a pair of glasses, but they are life-changing on the water and uh, very, very handy to have, and people will love them. Also easy to, easy to wrap and package, and people will be surprised. Let's talk real quick about some things that are sort of related, but if you've got a, an outdoorsman that loves to cook, I'm a big fan of cast iron, and again, it's affordable. It's it's uh, one of the great things about cast iron. I was once gifted a Dutch oven, and it's a really heavy box, which is kind of fun to give. So if you got to mail it, maybe not, but uh, but if you've got somebody local you're going to go and drop it off to, cast iron's fantastic. Uh, outdoorsmen love cast iron for cooking anything from fish to venison. If you've got a, just a pure angler, maybe a fry daddy if they don't have one, a portable fry daddy if they go on fishing trips, cooking items are great. Seasoning blends, same thing. If you've got somebody who likes to fish, seasoning blends for making smoked trout or whatever, venison tacos, doesn't matter. There's all kinds of seasoning blends out there. Or jerky racks. So if you've got a deer hunter, you know, or a guy that does does some deer hunting or whatever, uh, or a gardener that wants to dry stuff, uh, you know, make dried apple and stuff like that, it, drying jerky racks, really good call. Uh, that can be a fun thing to uh, to get. Food-related items, cooking-related items are really good. I always love getting that. In, in fact, ingredients are probably one of my favorite uh, things to get, just for the record, because I like to cook. And people that, uh, that buy for me know that, and it's common for me to get something like a little tiny truffle from somebody. Uh, those kind of things are fun. Outdoorsmen like to cook, easy peasy. If you just go hit the hit the camping department and get after all that cooking stuff, you'll do do really good there. So I think that's a, another thing that that people really like. But um, I think that covers most of the bases that I wanted to cover on this one, guys. As far as the the ballpark, and I was not trying to be very very specific of oh you know get this reel or this rod. It's more a matter of across the line. So the concept of personalizing is great. The concept of consumables, I mean personalizing if you're going to get durable goods like a reel or something like that. Um, you know the consumable items line. You know, stuff like that, swivels, weights. If you know, the more specific information about the angler, the better off you can be as far as that goes. But consumable items are always good. Tippet material, whatever. If they're going to burn it up over the course of the year. Uh, I think the license passes, subscriptions, sweepstakes, all that stuff's all pretty, pretty straightforward. So if you guys have questions, particularly if you're looking for specific advice on specific things to buy, which is one of my favorite questions to answer because what you may or may not know is I've been a tackle tester for some quite a few brands for a very long time. Uh, I worked in retail for five years in the fishing department. I've been in the fishing business in general for 20 years. I can probably give you some specific advice if you have it as well. The more specific your question, the more specific your answer will be. So just email them to me at chat at Fishful Thinker. I'd be glad to do that. 
Hopefully you'll join our conversation on social media. That would be at Fishful Thinker on Facebook, Instagram, or at Chad Lachance on, on uh, Facebook or Instagram, either one. Uh, there's, there are different, there's different content at each of those places. If you do go to the Chad Lachance page, you will get more hunting and cooking. If you go to Fishful Thinker, it will be more strictly fishing with some cooking put in there, just for the record. But there are technically four pages plus the YouTube channel at Fishful Thinker, and uh, we'd appreciate you checking all those out. So have a great holiday season with family, friends, whoever you're doing it with. Uh, it's all about the experience, guys, and it's not about the food, and it's not really about the gifts. It's about the experience, which is why a lot of the gifts I'm talking about are experience-based. So appreciate you guys tuning in very much, and uh, please subscribe while you're here so you won't miss out, and uh, we'll hope to see you next week on Fishful Thinker, the podcast. <laughs>